Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit what is up, podcast listeners? Dalton Hawkstokes coming at you, and this is you're listening to um, episode 16 of the Dork Knights. I'm your host. Oh wait, I already said that. And joining me on the line is Blake. What's hey, up, Blake? Uh, hey, listeners. I'm Blake. This is the Dork Knights, and uh, I'm your host and uh, <laughs> co-host here. We're we're talking about things. Here and, we go uh, again. We're, uh, we're, oh wait, I already said that. Okay, um, uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> um this uh this week's episode we were going to as promised uh deliver on our Daniel Craig uh what's it called run um uh James yep. Bond Yeah, we're obviously experts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um I I went on a irate of movie James Bond movie marathon uh in the past 3 days watching all of the Daniel Craig movies in the past 3 days. And prior to that, you uh You'd never heard of James Bond, is that right? Yep, absolutely. I'd never heard of him. In, in fact, I had never heard of a movie before then. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'd heard of films. Taking... Yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> taking pretty well thus far. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's see. Housekeeping things up top. We got some news. Um, first off, it's looking like uh marvel's what what was it called again um secret invasion um upcoming tv show it should be it 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 seems like it's set up to elaborate on like we were talking about a minute ago before we started recording um about uh the uh the extra credit scene or after credit scene where of you said it was no way home right or far from home uh yes, far from home. No who owns the one we have not got yet. Yeah. Um but uh in that in that extra credits after credit scene, I don't know why I keep saying extra credit scene. Maybe because they keep doing two scenes and that's an extra after credit scene. No, you get five extra points on uh on your final exam if you take that scene into your teacher. It's an extra credit scene. <laughs> um but uh, in that scene, it it kind of says that uh, the let's see, uh, Mariah Hill or Maria Hill is um a scroll. Uh, and so in the comics, you said Secret War or Secret Invasion is about the Avengers getting replaced, um, abducted so and replaced. Just various aspects of the Marvel. Uh, universe being kind of replaced. Um, let's see. Is it Secret Invasion where we originally got the Black Suit Spider-Man? That'd be interesting. But yeah, essentially, yeah. Huh. That's where we first got the Black Suit Spider-Man? No. Let's see. Secret Invasion. It's either secret invasion no secret wars is when we first got oh uh, okay secret the war Spider-Man. yeah secret what was secret war like one of those um kind of like mashup comics where I everybody's so. fighting like Maybe civil war like the, the beyonder or somebody's like well, you must fight 
Make me do something. I'm. I want fight. And so everyone has to, you know. Yeah. Um. So another episode of Hawkeye's came out. Yeah. How was that? Good. Yeah. Uh, I continue to like the show quite a bit. I went in, as I said, a little bit harsh on it. Yeah. I mean, I think we both kind of dumped on the trailer. Yeah. Um. No. I, I've. I've been pretty heavily impressed with it so far and that's it's great. already halfway through its run it's only six episodes and awesome 33 episodes out so that's sick um on top of that we also got a peacemaker trailer the other day it might have even been today i think it was today it was yeah today. lucky lucky on our part um a long trailer it is a really long trailer but uh what are you thinking of it i liked it a lot better than the first trailer I mean, I liked it better than the first trailer. I, I don't know. I feel like th- there are certain elements, like Deadpool, for example. Yeah. Where Deadpool is enjoyable for about two hours. Yeah. Anything beyond that, it's grating. Yeah. Um, and I, while, while I really enjoyed Peacemaker in the Suicide Squad, I'm not sure how much I'm going to enjoy sitting with that character for an entire series. I think I am going to like sitting with that entire character for the entire series. I think my biggest hang-up when I saw the first trailer was, like, it kind of seems like they were ignoring the the kind of um, the story events. beats and the events of the, the movie. And it seems like from this trailer that we're going to get a little bit of a conflicted um, Peacemaker, which I like, like a lot. I hope he wakes up in cold sweats every night thinking about Rick Black. <laughs> I mean, he kind of deserves to. Just skewered because, I don't know, I, I liked Rick Flagg a lot. I think he's one of the, the better elements of the original Suicide Squad movie we got. Absolutely. And, and uh, it, it was sad to see him go in the last one. That guy's gotten kind of popular uh, in the last like, five him? years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I What's the first thing? I remember him being in House of Cards, I guess. Yeah. He's the yeah. Republican presidential nominee in that. Yep. Um, but yeah. Um, but uh yeah, I think uh I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna like this show. I don't think I'm gonna love it. How do you feel about the chick from uh uh what's it called? Orange is the new black. Yeah, I mean she's fine. I th- I think the cast is gonna be pretty strong. I think uh, so, so too. Far, it, it looks good. I do like all the stuff with the eagle. Like how <laughs> That's he, like, great. He's like, the eagle like jumps into the car with him. Yeah. Um like I I, I think the show will be fun. Yeah. I guess my thing is to what end? Like, what what is, what is the plot of this show going to be working to, towards? We don't really have any sense of like an antagonist or, a, I guess we get the villains or these weird butterfly things that are people. But I, <laughs> I, I don't know what their their schlock is. I'm okay if it's not working to anything greater in the DC universe. I suppose. Like, I, I'm fine with just like a a one of something, but I just don't feel like Peacemaker is engaging enough of a character in a show where you, you don't have something like that that you're working against. God, I sure like, do. I, I, Go ahead. I don't find him that fascinating. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. Um, I do find him hilarious, though. And I love think... I love John Cena in comedy movies, man. Oh, no, he, I, I his, think it'll be funny. His, he's, his, he's very competent in that role. His comedic delivery is so good. Um, yeah. How how'd you feel about seeing John Cena's taint? In that in that trailer, not, as he was diving out of the the window not, with his underwear yeah. on, yeah, not a fan. <laughs> um, They've done a lot of underwear yeah. stuff with him. 
I don't know why. And it's always whitey tidies. Like, yeah, it's got you know it's gotta be whitey tidies. What else are you gonna do? Yeah. I, I don't know. Cause, um, I mean, he's so manly and ginormous, you know, you gotta, it's, you gotta, like, uh, contrast think, that with some tidy whities Yeah, I think that making this an ensemble piece was the way to go. Yeah. Because, um, again, I just, I, I don't think sitting with that character for however many episodes we're getting, 6, 8, 10, whatever it is, in and of itself would be super entertaining or engaging. I, I um, like the guy that casted his dad. The guy that was in uh, X Files. Yeah, yeah, he is. That's it, pretty, pretty good casting. Yeah, it is. Uh, do you like this character more, or uh, or the comedian more? Oh, that's that. I mean, the comedian's like such a well crafted character. I mean, all the yeah. all the Watchmen characters are well crafted. Well, um, this is his basis. Yeah, I mean. yeah. I think I think Alan Moore did a better job with with uh what's his name uh, the comedian because i mean he takes what peacemaker is and he makes it into a satire yeah it's a um, grounding uh, yeah that and, and that sure. too um but uh I, I think this peacemaker character that we've gotten is good for what it is i, I don't is think it's super compelling peacemaker that we could have gotten I, I definitely agree with you because Peacemaker he's, is a weird character. Yeah, he's a one-trick pony, man. He's yeah, a, he's, a, he's a walking joke. Um, but uh, but yeah. Do you think? Let's see. Do you do you think Night Owl's a better character than Batman? Mm, no. Do you no. think Rorschach's a better character than the Question? Uh, I don't know. That there were some pretty compelling uh, question Questions episodes of, on uh, the Justice League. League. Yeah, the Justice yeah. League Unlimited TV show. Um, but yeah, I think Rorschach is probably a better crafted character, he's a more I, complex character. Yeah, exactly. The question for yeah. sure. Uh, he's less. I guess the the question's more conspiracy oriented, whereas Rorschach is well. In angry in the original and... comics, when I believe it's Steve Ditko, Cree or wait, actually let me let me look that up. Who who made the question? I think it's Steve Ditko. Question comic book character. They tried to tell me who the invented the question mark. Yeah, it's Steve. It's it's Steve Ditko, um, and uh, apparently he was a avid reader of Ayn Rand. Um, he was like a, a really like libertarian kind of conservative guy, and he um, used the question as an avenue to um, kind of drop those beliefs down. Yeah. Um, and so more, of course, you know, is on the other side of the aisle you know, on the complete opposite side of the spectrum. And so he saw that character and he kind of turned it on on its head. Yeah. Do you think there's there's been a bit of a mixed response to that, though? Because I feel like a, a lot of the readership of of the original Watchmen comic line kind of rallies behind Rorschach. Oh, absolutely. And, know... and and Alan Moore has said multiple times that you guys are... <laughs> it's not a hero. Yeah, that, that you guys are freaking maniacs for siding, or for, not for siding with him, but for liking him so much and wanting to aspire to be like him so much. Do you think... 
that he made the right decision at the end? Yeah, no, I think I would have done the same thing in his his shoes. You don't think it it would be better for mankind at that point to just, you know, let things go? No. Rather die for that principle? Well, yeah, no, I I would. Um, I I do think that 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 was pretty justified. Um, Especially especially because I think... I don't know. I I think the like the egotist the egotist wants to to feed the world a lie, and I I don't know. I I think I think the the whole plan that the Manhattan to keep it a secret just I I don't know. I don't think it was that sound. I I don't think I think that's a piece that that's built on lies, of course, but it's also a piece that's not going to last. I mean, what piece isn't built on lies? I mean, and what that's piece true. is gonna last? That's also a good point. I feel so like I don't, I, I, I don't know. A, a lot of the original reading of Watchmen, I think, has been lost over how desensitized we've become to the nuclear era. Oh, absolutely. And just when you, when you're staring down the barrel of annihilation, I guess it, it's the lesser of two evils. Well, what's um, wild to me is that. Nothing is really like, I mean, tensions aren't as high as far as the geopolitical uh, stage, but we've still all got nukes pointed at each other. Mutually assured destruction still keeps the peace between yeah. the superpowers of the world. I think it's more so, I don't know, if you went back and you showed a caveman a gun. Absolutely, like, a yeah. Gun. The caveman would be like, oh, this is horrifying. Like, what yeah. the ethics of shooting right. shoots? Right. Whereas we. We've never known a time that wasn't. Yeah. Me uh, me and you have never been alive in a time. No. No, yeah. that wasn't just completely subsumed in the nuclear era. Exactly. And so eventually you just become jaded. Desensitized, like you said. Yeah. Um, but anyways, but anyway. But anyway. It sure we'll isn't. It is good. Um, but uh, on to our main topic, Daniel Craig. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can get on to it. There, there's no other news, is there? Nah. Um, plus it's, uh, it's December. We're, we're nearing Christmas. No news happens. We've established no. this. And over the next few weeks, we're gonna have a lot of news. Over the course of this month, <laughs> we have the new Matrix. We have the new Spider-Man. Yeah. Hawkeye is this gonna is a big, up. This is a big month for yeah, movies. No. Um, it, it definitely is. Uh, how do you, uh, how do, how do you want to go about this with the Craig Bonds? You kind of want to just talk about each of them individually? You want to so... talk about them as a whole? Hmm. I think if we try to talk about them as a whole, I think our listeners might get a little bit confused. I think maybe we should talk about them individually in order and then maybe kind of give our thoughts on the overall series. Sure. Um, and up top, spoiler alert for all of these. Uh, Yeah, I don't want to do spoilers and non-spoilers for all these. Maybe let's do spoilers and non-spoilers for just the new one. Does that sound okay to you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that, that, that works for me because if, I mean, if you haven't seen Casino Royale, it, on the solid, it, I yeah, it, it's, by now. it's fair game. Yeah, it's no longer our responsibility. We'll we'll do a no spoiler section on No Time to Die. Yeah, since it's so new. Um, and that, that, that of them, I'd say, is the one where spoilers would matter the most. True. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. Um, so Casino Royale. Yeah. Um. I like Casino Royale. Um, yeah, yeah, it's not my favorite of these movies. 
Um, but it was, I think it was one of the more consistent of the movies. Um, the card playing, all the poker stuff, felt a little tedious at times and slow. Um, but overall, I, I just liked the movie. Yeah, uh, there, there's definitely that aspect of, like, whenever they're playing and they talk so much about Lashif's tell and then it, it doesn't wind up mattering. Like, everybody lays yeah. down their hands yeah. and everyone has the best poker hand you could imagine in any other game of poker. Yeah. Each of those people would have won by a landslide. Exactly. And Bond simply has the best. Uh, he, he lucked out. Yeah. Um, but, but no, I, I think some... There's something in, to the testament of Casino Royale that it really did start off this franchise in the right way. Absolutely. I think coming off of uh, No Time, not No Time to Die, uh, Die Another Day, uh, the last Brosnan Bond film in 2002. Th these movies are night and day. Yeah. Like, Die Another Day came out alongside the, the first Bourne uh, movies, and... It got crushed. Yeah, just... The idea of, I think people had kind of started to already get a little tired of uh, of the 90s. The old guard. action stuff. Yeah. Where it was just, I don't necessarily think people were tired of Bond, but it's just so extra and silly. And then you have someone like Bourne going around killing people with pencils and yeah. breaking people's necks with bricks. Yeah. And, and I think in a lot of ways, the Bond films are always a reflection of whatever era they come out during and i very much think that the the correct bond films are a reaction to uh born specifically born yeah and fair enough maybe maybe in more recent years the john wilk or wilk john wilk's booth films no john wick films there you go mm -hmm. um do you think people would watch a series of films about john wilk's booth <laughs> I, I don't know i think there might have been a time where that could have could have been a thing but i i think I don't know. I, that's not. That's pretty far from the zeitgeist at this point. John Wilkes Booth was like John Wick. He it, was part of this underground organization, and he was the best. What if Abraham Lincoln killed his dog? Uh, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, like he'd be like, "Oh, that's do. justified." It, yeah, like if it, if it was for <laughs> just reasons, I feel like Lincoln would kill a dog. On the record, Blake says John Wilkes Booth was justified. Oh, for killing Lincoln? Yeah. No, I was saying Lincoln's justified for killing the dog. Oh. Um, but but yes, also, Booth was justified for killing Lincoln if Lincoln killed his dog. That's just <laughs> flat revenge. Um, there was... I think there's something to be said about the, about this movie, too, Casino Royale, that um, it, it was just so fun because at all points was Bond was just like, oh, I gotta fix this. Oh, I'm poisoned. Oh, I gotta run around. Like, there was never a point where... He was like had solid footing, and he was just like you know he was uh, what's it called um, he knew he was like he, he knew he was okay yeah, yeah yeah you can tell he's new to the job right um, and also like it it opens up in a way that shows you what this entire series is gonna be like he yep. goes in to get his 007 badging and he has to kill a guy and as he's killing the guy the guy falls over his desk. And knocks over a picture of him and his family and his children. Yeah. And you're like, oh, um, this, uh, this guy's guy is, not uh, necessarily that great. He may, may not be the best dude in town. Uh, yeah. Um, so I, I think in a lot of ways, I, I'd agree with you. I do think it is the most consistent out of these films. Yeah. 
and I think that's because it it doesn't necessarily bog itself down in I guess the mythos and the legend of Bond and specifically right. this version of James Bond that we get in later films. Which is interesting because it's a remake. And and you would think that a remake might suffer from that a little bit more. Yeah. Um having it's been a long time since I've seen uh the original Casino Royale. But I, I do think this one is the better of the two. Um, how do you think all the stuff with Vesper Lens handled? I think that's handled well. Do you, do you get a yeah. good sense of him having like an equal in that romance, and where you kind of like, oh, when she drowns herself? I don't know. I felt like the Vesper Lens stuff, especially, and we'll talk about this a little more as the uh, as we talk about the rest of the movies. You know, that was such a big thing for him moving forward. Like that was a recurring thing that you can tell weighed on him like in fact that was one of the biggest things that weighed on him through the series and i was kind of i was almost kind of confused why and and i guess all these movies are like this but she just falls in love with him in like two seconds you know what i mean And, and i mean i guess that's kind of of the bond films you know yeah but it 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 just didn't it didn't feel like they got enough time to develop have, that. Yeah, and have a reason to have feelings for each other. And I mean, I think I, the implication is as well, though, that she initially she doesn't have feelings for him. Right. She's yeah, she's doing this as as a long con, right? And then he he falls for it, and then she in time falls for him as well. But she can't, she can't give up the. I, I guess what she's been working towards, and so she just opts for suicide. I did. I did like how she uh, saved him. Though. I did yeah. like that whole bit, and, and mm-hmm. like once they fell in love, and you know, once I had got past the fact that like why why are they in love in the first place? Once I got past that, I think everything flowed pretty well with their relationship. Yeah, and I think they they utilize that in a clever manner for – in all the other past Bond films, he, he's kind of just betting Bond girls all the long day. Right. And he's just this, this chauvinist and doing whatever, and a, a little bit of a misogynist as well. Right. But in this, you do kind of get a sense that the reason he is so detached emotionally from all of his romantic entanglements in the following films – is because he he never really recovers yeah. from the situation with Vesperland. Right. And he can't trust anybody, and he doesn't want to put anybody else in a position like that, and he doesn't want to, to have to deal with the ramifications of losing someone like he lost her. And yeah. I think that's a really clever way of getting around the the typical trope of Bond's just doing this because it's fun. Right. Uh, no, I absolutely agree. Bond's doing it because he has a little bit of trauma. I don't think this Bond has fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think he—I don't know— uh, I think he has fun sometimes. I think he, he does, does too. a lot. I think he's the most alcoholic Bond we've ever had. Oh, absolutely. Because he's, well, he's throwing him back. I actually couldn't compare because I haven't seen any of the other Bond movies, but Casino Royale I mean, was the first Bond movie I saw. Yeah, Connery's a, a drunk as well, but I mean, uh, Craig Craig and Connery could, could probably have it out in a, in a barroom drinking contest. And I think, man, wouldn't it be cool if we got to see them uh, get really drunk and then fight? No, no, Daniel Craig would murder. <laughs> he, he, sure would. he sure would. No, he. No, I he don't would. know. Sean Connery was Mr. Universe, like back back in his prime. He was a, 
a pretty swole dude. Yeah, but yeah. Daniel, I've watched. We watched Daniel Craig like, like you said, murder people with bricks. Like, yeah, no, like, he's definitely like you could you could put probably almost all the other Bonds up against, <laughs> against Daniel Craig. Craig. Probably kill them all. I think so too. He's, he's a he's a very violent Bond, and it's not even like the suave and typical like pew pew shoot. You know. I don't see these people. I'm not close. He's breaking necks. Yeah, and, and, and all the fight scenes, they always, I think they always have a good tension about them where he's never really like, like there are some like little henchmen, you know, that he just dispatches of like they're nothing. But yeah. then but then there's like the, the upper scale henchmen that he has to fight. And a lot of times it always feels like he just almost died like every single time. Yeah, you definitely get a more of a, a sense for that than I would say you you did in the earlier Bond films, simply yeah. because I think we as a culture have moved away from the idea of someone being able to just go through all of this stuff without a scratch. Right. Um, and, and like you said, that tension is, is kind of necessary. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, um, but uh, but yeah, I, I like Jeffrey, I like Jeffrey Wright a lot in the movie. Yeah, he's good. I really like Felix Leiter. I like Jeffrey Wright in pretty much everything. I just think he's great. Yeah, he, he is. I mean, I don't think I could see him in anything and not like him. And um, I think that that's probably the best representation of that Felix Leiter-James Bond uh, relationship. Because uh, yeah. we, we've had it in, in previous iterations as well. But I, I think there's a not necessarily a begrudging respect, but there's an admiration between the two of them that never really has to be said about yeah 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 and, and, and he he talks on it a little bit in the newest movie uh, and we'll talk about that as we get there yeah um how'd you like the villain in this movie let's see the Le villain Chief. was yeah lachif i like lachif a lot um, how did you like mr white i think mr white is a little bit superfluous yeah um, i i i guess they kind of wanted the idea of like there's someone behind the someone yeah, and... I think that's that's one of the things that this uh the series does too much. And yeah. I, we'll we'll talk about that in the next couple of movies. So Yeah, you and, go to the I next mean, there's one? some there's some reasoning behind that as well as far as legally speaking. Uh they didn't get the rights to Spectre as an organization back until after uh Skyfall. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um but but no, I I definitely feel like Lashif kind of gets just tossed at the end yeah he totally uh, does but i think michael madsen knocks it out of the park he's very oh, yeah. intimidating oh and i like his weird little bleeding from the eye shtick that was kind of weird um i like i love the scene where he was torturing uh bond yeah and he's just hitting him in the sack. yeah he's hitting him in the nuts with that like knot on the rope it yeah, and and oh, he and then and then and then uh, James Bond says he's like I've got an itch. He's like, can you go a little to the left? And, and yeah. then he was and he starts laughing, and and the dude's like, Lashif is like, why are you laughing? You know, I'm I'm beating your nutsack, like, yeah. and and he looks at him right in the face, and he's like, I just. I think it's funny that the whole world is going to know that you died scratching my balls. And I was like, damn. Yeah. No, he, it's, I, I don't know. Their dynamics really nice because he, Lashif is just so one tone. Yeah. Like he has, he has not a comical bone in his body. He's just <laughs> like, I'm going to murder people. Murder right. and torture. That's my thing. And I think it's a solid contrast. Um, but, but yeah, that's about all I have to say about uh, Rayo, you got anything else? Nah. Uh, um, so the next one is 
probably the, yeah, probably the worst one and probably the most famously bad one. It's definitely the most inconsequential of these movies. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If, if you removed it, I don't think you miss all that much. No. Um, I did still enjoy it, though. Um, there were a lot of fun parts to it. I liked the fact that um, they were, like, manufacturing a, a water crisis. To, yeah. to, I, I, I don't know. I, I really like the villains in this for some reason, even though they're not... Uh, particularly complex in the fact that they're just the worst and they're yeah, just no and they're just gonna no, like do these awful things to make ridiculous amounts of money because so, they can yeah. yeah no i i definitely think there's a certain charm to i guess the the general idea of a bond villain yeah like the and, and what they're about and what their motivations are um and this one i like the the kind of crisis like you were saying that they work yeah. towards i don't think any of the villains in particular are that engaging. Nah. Um, that set piece at the end in the hotel is really cool, though. I, I think that's a really solid action. Um, what are you talking about? It, uh, at the end, where the hotel's just burning and coming oh, down. Yeah. Going through walls. Um, and I, I really like when he, he gives that guy the oil. And the he's like, here you go. Yeah. And the guy, when they find him, there, there was oil in his lungs where he had... Uh, he tried to drink it because yep. he'd just gotten so thirsty. I, I thought that was really well done. In that situation, do you think he'd just leave the oil? Yeah, no. Because he walked a couple of miles. I'd leave the oil because uh, I wouldn't trust myself. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I, I, I don't even, I don't, I don't think I could get that thirsty. I really don't. Drink the oil? No, I don't. I don't think I. I think I'd just. I, I think I'd probably just. Because at a certain point, you just know you're gonna die. I'd probably find like a good rock or something, you know, just finish oh, the yeah. job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you underestimate how difficult it would be to kill yourself with a rock. <laughs> I, don't I know, feel man. like there's more, some big rocks likely, out there in the desert. You would just like complete. You'd immobilize yourself, and then you'd be laying there in pain for a while. Oh uh, yeah, you're probably right. Um, but, um, but no, I feel like th there's a certain charm to this movie as well. And the I, fact yeah. that it's, it's the one movie that's not tied into the whole destiny of this Daniel Craig bond that we have. All the other films feel like yeah. they're, they're kind of all centered around him personally. This is really the only one where we just get him doing a caper. Right. Where the villain what bond is doing. Yeah. You're saying that the villain is like targeting him and like their motivations are all about him. Yeah. And like he's connected to them somehow, or right. like I, I'm you, Bond, and this, this one, these guys are just doing a bad thing, and he's just trying to stop them. Well, 
And then we figure out they're part of Spectre. Well, we figure out that they're part of Quantum, which is part of it's. it's God. Um, God, why'd they and, do that? <laughs> yeah, it's like I said. Prior to having uh, having Fair. the rights to Spectre back, Fair. they were using Quantum as the the Spectre. Okay. Uh, analog. Gotcha. Um, and okay. then in between Skyfall and Spectre, they finally got the rights back to Spectre as an entity, and so they decided to just retcon Quantum as an arm of Spectre, which it, it seems uh, sloppy. It does. Uh, because it is. Yeah, I, I guess that's the best way they could have handled it, though, I guess. I don't know. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to think of any, any unique parts of this movie. Uh, it doesn't have any. No, and, it, it like, doesn't. What do you what do you think about the love interest girl? She's fine. Yeah, it, she she seems very inconsequential, and it's like, did didn't she say that she loved him too? I feel like she did. And I feel like they they were like at one Maybe. point they were like hey, we sh in another life we would have went away together. Yeah, man, why do they sound like T'Challa? I don't know. That's just our that's our default accent now on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He shows up and he's like, "Go, Bond. Go with your woman, Bond. We will, we will go away together, cousin. Oh no, Son. oh no. Um, what? I oh, said cousin. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. Yeah. Ah, okay. Um, um but, but uh, yeah, it's fine. And to be fair, th this movie was written during the writer's strike. Um, and uh, that's that's very evident. The fact that this movie is any good at all. Yeah, I, I think is a testament and, to its quality. And uh, kudos to Daniel Craig for writing a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, like, that's pretty cool. Like, we need to do this. This yeah. is how we should evolve this version of Bond. And and I don't know. I know in recent years he's kind of become really tired of Bond simply because this is one of those roles like Batman. Right. Once you do it. Right. You're never going to hear the end of it. Right. And so many people have so many opinions about this series because it's just been around since before they were born 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 legacy yeah, yeah exactly um i like those movies i do too i, I need first, to go well, back I like and... the first two of those movies yeah born identity is actually pretty good yeah and supremacy is not bad either ultimatums mm, yeah nah. and Which, then the was it there the one Jeremy Renner one's no good um, is that, that that's the guy that played hawkeye right wasn't there also one with uh, the dude that's playing Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell? Yeah. No. no there's sure? only been, there's been five Bourne movies. I, I don't think Colin Farrell's in any of them, but four of the movies are about Jason Bourne, and then one of them's about Jeremy Renner. Okay. Um, um, yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, do you, yeah, what, do you, what do you think's up with this? Fine. What do you think is up with the, the title, though? What is a Quantum of Solace? Is, um, it, is so, it that you have a lot of solace? You have a, so, uh, a, a large amount of it? Yeah. I don't know. A lot of... Because uh, Quantum Solace is one of Ian Fleming's original uh, James Bond novels. And it's actually one of the few novels that doesn't really focus that much on James Bond. The entire oh. thing is kind of him telling a story about this other couple from his perspective and... Bond is really not in the story that much because at that huh. point in Fleming's career he was getting kind of tired of writing about Bond, but he still yeah. had to sell copies. Ah. So Bond had to be in it. So this, okay. this this movie in no way has anything to do with the uh, Quantum of Solace book. Yeah. Uh, How are the books, by the way? Uh, they vary in quality. I, I think the original ones are 
interesting definitely to read from a, a cultural standpoint because you you don't have this swaggering bullet dodging bond that we've kind of become used to and they're they're less silly yeah. he's he's more emotional yeah. and he's more tied to i guess specific british sentiments of the time and like okay. he cries at points and he gets scared and like there's right. a lot going on and he's, he's much more of a human character yeah and seeing that character develop over the course of that series is interesting and you do get a sense of hey he starts out he doesn't really know what he's doing and by the end he's just killing folks yeah he doesn't care anymore he's like this is so there's more of a progression is, yeah interesting where he, he's kind of over all of it um oh. in one of the the books uh maybe one of the short stories where he's involved like he gets invited on a yacht with a millionaire friend of his yeah and they're they're going out on this other millionaire's yacht and this other millionaire wants to go and get this fish and it's a really rare fish there's only a couple left on the planet and he's like i want to catch it because i'm an awful human and i want that fish and i'm gonna try and make it go extinct and bond's like all right whatever i'm just gonna do my drinking and then the guy catches the fish and he's like i got it and then someone poisons the guy and assassinates him and bond finds out goes and looks and is like, well, if if they find out there's been an assassination on this boat, I'm probably going to have to get involved and do paperwork. So he covers it up and makes it look like an accident <laughs> just so he doesn't have to be involved. <laughs> he's just like, yeah. he's like, I don't want any part of this. Also, uh, which is great. He, like, I, I think that's a that solid is. sense of Bond when he's just had it. That's like, pretty he's good. Done with all the nonsense. That's great. Um. Also, fun fact, I know you already know this, but, uh, Ian Fleming came up with Bond and he was in the character that he created was inspired by his cousin mm -hmm. and his cousin is uh what's his name uh what's his name Count again Dooku. Yeah Count Dooku uh and why is his Saruman. name escaping me uh, uh no no let's see it's a very particular Christopher Lee There you um, go Christopher Lee Also Christopher Lee was a heavy metal singer at one point in his life. Yeah, I mean, he served also in the Second World War in a uh, like an insurgent division, and I remember in in one of his interviews when he had been talking about a specific movie he was in, and in this movie somebody gets stabbed in the back, and the director was like, "Well, they should make this sound," and he was like, "Have you ever heard the sound somebody makes when they're stabbed in the back?" And the director was like, no. And he's like, I have. And it's not that sound. So oh, wow. Do it like this. Like he's, he's a very hardcore guy. Um, Man, that's cool. Just a, a fascinating character. But yeah, no, the, the character of James Bond was based on him. And it, it's kind of interesting to to know that uh, he and Ian Fleming were cousins. It's it's wild. That's so crazy. Yeah, no. It's it, awesome life. Uh, like I mentioned, uh, another podcast last week, Do Go On. They have an episode entirely on Christopher Lee. They, they cover a lot of that stuff. If you're interested, go listen to it. They're great. Um, good podcast. Good plug. Good plug. Um, I like plugging other people's podcasts. Yeah, because they definitely need it. They, they're hundreds of thousands of, uh, of listeners. They're, they're not enough. Um, yeah, maybe it's, it's, good to just, it's, it's good to just share share the love. Yeah, share the content. Share the um, love. So next movie, uh, yeah, Skyfall. Skyfall. I think this might have been my favorite, my favorite. Of, the, of all of them. I think without argument, I don't think you're really going to be able to find anybody who says otherwise. This is the most visually arresting. Oh, man, it's, it's beautiful. And I I think it may also be the best directed yeah. of them. It's 
uh, watching this movie is is enjoyable on a level that doesn't necessarily ever have anything to do with the writing. Yeah. You just watch it and you're like, man, that, that looks real good, doesn't it? Um, Though I, I did like the villain and how he like hated um M and how he was like a past double O agent and that, that had kind of, his country just kind of, you know, took crap on him and what, what did they give him to the Chinese? I mean, yeah, I think he, I think he did something and messed up. Like he did something out of line, and then she gave him to the Chinese. Yeah. But still, she gave him to the Chinese, and then he was like yeah. tortured and tortured and tortured. I was messed to take up. A cyanide pill, and it didn't kill him. Yeah. And so he's got a fake jaw. I, I think he may be my favorite of the villains in this. I think some yeah. of that boils down to Javier Bardem's acting. Oh, he's so good. Um, because he's he's just really solid. But also, you you get a a real sense of what this guy is working towards uh -huh. what he's after and why he is after it. And while he and Bond are parallels, they're that that's as far as that goes. He's not like Bond's cousin yeah. or yeah, exactly. brother or etc. He was just an and MI6 agent. Bond. He's after M. Right. Which I think is is interesting. And these movies more so than any of the previous Bonds, I think do a really good job of kind of skirting around the idea that these intelligence agencies suck are yeah like they, <laughs> they do suspect things and while sometimes they think they're doing these things for the greater good in the process of that sometimes you create demons yep and you know he's he's one of what, what's it silva raul silva yeah he's he's the one he's one of those demons and i think he and bond have a really good rapport with each other even yeah. when he first captures bond and they have that that moment where he it, feels them up a, yeah yeah um Did, is he gay Bond's like how did uh raul silva yeah i think it's more so a power dynamic thing i mean uh, maybe but but bond, i like how bond looked at him and he was like, he was how, like how, how do you know i haven't yeah, yeah. and he was like um, mr bond yeah because uh the girl that bond went there with is uh silva's girlfriend he um, could be so he I, could be bot he could be. I think that's the implication that either of them could be. Like, that's fair. That that's fair. Um, but let's see. I don't know. It's it's it looks really good. It sure and did. It's got a very convoluted story. Like yeah. the whole idea of like he got captured for this. Yeah. To do this and yeah. such, and you're like this. And he's always one step ahead. And... Yeah, that doesn't seem like the most efficient way. <laughs> he could have just. About this he could have just with everything bombed. Well, I guess he could have killed her from the start, though. You know what I mean? So yeah. he wasn't really looking for efficiency. No. Um, it's about sending a, a message. message. And I think this movie was pretty heavily influenced by The Dark Knight. Um, uh, I think it follows yeah. a lot of the similar story beats. The idea of you have this wow. this person, and they're a little maniacal, and they've been you you caught them, good job, but they wanted to be caught, and this was all part of their plan, and they've got this elaborate breakout scheme, and it's gonna make you look like the silly one. I hadn't and thought about that. On and on and on. I think and you're on. right. I think it did take a lot of influences from that movie. But I, again, I think it's. Like, even at the end where you see where M's dying and Raul Silva's there and he's like, like, oh, no. Like, what have I, like, let me help you. Because she she's like a mother to him. Yeah. And he feels really conflicted and and just in multiple different ways about the fact that this person who, in, in a lot of ways, was a parent to him. Right. Also sold him down the river 
and essentially knew that he'd be tortured and killed and did it anyways. Yeah. Um, um and and yeah, good. That uh the, the last 30 minutes of that movie were riveting. Like when they were all setting up in that um in that the old rinky dink house, yeah. Yep. And and particularly my favorite part of that was when they rigged chandeliers with shotgun shells with the uh the light bulbs inserted into them the like yeah filler with that, the light bulb that, that last was, section really is just home alone for adults isn't it it like, really it is really yeah brutal. yeah it was so cool and just watching him like dispatch of all these people with um inferior weaponry it's just it was hilarious and very like fun to watch that we we learn like his background and about his family and and that he was like this this little no. lord lad and he inherited no. I don't really care for it either. I mean, um, I, I'm okay with them saying that he's an orphan, his family died, you know, and that scarred him. And and you know, he can even um sit with that a little bit, you know, in the movies. But right when they they kind of ruined it for me when they when they confirmed that his name was James Bond. Because yeah. I was always hoping that, holding out hope that the movie makers, like that's a moniker. yeah, that the movie makers were smart enough to say, okay, all these different guys have played James Bond over the years. Let's make that all... make sense in exactly. the fact that they all the code name is James Bond. Because like he's a secret agent, why would he go around saying I'm James Bond? He tells everyone his name. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. And if you're a real secret agent that's really you know, going to try to go home and live your life at some point, like, you're not going to do that. You're, you're going to have a code name that you give you. And that very clearly designates that all of these movies don't take place in the same universe. Nope. Like you, uh, yeah. Whereas, whereas before, you didn't have to directly say that they do, but right. there was always that ambiguity to it. Exactly. And, and you remember. And I don't like that part of it. And it, it feels, like, relatively inconsequential. I like the house yeah. bit. I, I like too. the fact that he goes back, but I, I kind of... But they I didn't have to explain idea, everything. Yeah, I prefer the idea that all these Bonds and your Silvas as well, they come from obscurity. Right. They're street toughs that were orphaned at yeah. a young age, and then MI6 scoops them up and then makes killers out of them. What does MI6 stand whatever. for? Military uh, intelligence? Maybe. Well, what, six, yeah, what, what, but they also said there's, that there's, there's an MI five. Yeah, and MI five. I looked it up, and MI five is like their homeland security type thing. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, MI six, but for domestic stuff. Yeah, 
Um, sounds about right. Um, but I I don't I don't think the, the plot of this movie is as solid as something like uh like Casino Royale. That's fair. Where it it is just very consistent across the board. And besides the Mr. White stuff at the end, you you don't really get a super yeah. great sense of them just doing stuff for the sake of it and making things over convoluted. How did you but... feel good? finish it no 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 go ahead um how did you feel about the fact that at the end of uh skyfall like um what's his name uh the the villain was was trying to get her to kill both of them and then bond killed him and stopped him from doing that and then she died anyway hey i kind of like that she dies i like that she dies but it also made the whole scene, like, why did Bond even kill her, kill him, or like stop him from killing her? Because she was just gonna die anyway. I think uh, if she was already dead, Bond would still kill him. I think Bond would have killed Silver regardless. Well, yeah, no, I'm not saying that, but like, I don't know. It, it made it made saving her feel inconsequential. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. It just kind of felt weird. Do you think that? What her dying was comeuppance? Do you think that was deserved? Probably. I mean, she her character probably did deserve that. I mean, and she, I like that version of him a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, she, I think she does really, really well. But all these people are dogs. Yeah. Like they're well, and they're I, I not I, good people. I like how she always says like having regrets is unprofessional. Yeah. And, and I'm sure um, that you know when when she goes home you know, to her husband or whatever. And, and, you know, she sits down and has a couple drinks. She probably does have a lot of baggage that she thinks about. But at work, oh. she's like, you know, she has no regrets. I'm sure. Um, I do think of the two M's we get in this series, she definitely does a better job of, of like, being callous and grimacing and maintaining mm-hmm. a, a guise uh, throughout than... Ray Fines does, but I, I think Ray Fines they didn't intend for him to to be that. I think they That's wanted fair. him to be a little bit more fallible. Do uh, you than she was? Do you think in that movie that when they introduced him that they were teeing him up to be M on purpose, or do you think it just kind of developed that way? Over, I think years? they, I, th- I think they were teeing him up uh, initially because uh, she is one of the few holdovers from the previous era of Bond movies. Uh, oh really? Also in, yeah, huh. uh, she's also in those. So that that's always been kind of that that was kind of the implication where people were like, oh, so James Bond maybe that's just a code name, right? Uh, Man, and, they really crapped on that. Yeah, they? they really did. Screw them. Um, but but yeah, outside outside of all that weird like destiny mythical stuff, I think this movie is is pretty good. It if sure I was is. gonna recommend any of yeah them you just watch one anyone. yeah i'd say i'd say skyfall is the one because yeah. like i said quantum of solace is really the only one that isn't it's just a mission yeah but this one i'd say is a close second to that yeah true um, because it, it like i said it, it has more to do with him than it does right with him he's kind of just you know uh peripheral to the situation um this is let's see is this the one where he was like, no, this is the this is the one where he died, he faked his death, right? And then he came back and he did all the tests, right? Yeah. 
I did. I also kind of like that that he was like, you know, it felt like he was losing his touch. Like he failed yeah, all those he tests. Failed all the tests. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do get a little tired of him retiring in the series and then coming back. That's that's very fair. Um, I, I think it's partly because because after Skyfall, weren't they like we're gonna do one movie after this? Maybe. Yeah. With Daniel Craig, and then we're gonna get yeah. somebody new. And and, they're like, we're going to do one more. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think this, they, they weren't in from the offset. I don't think they were intending to make this strange, like destiny driven bond. I think that's kind of just where it wound up. Yeah. And I think a, a lack of prior proper planning uh, led them to that situation. That's fair. Um, do you think out of all of the, um, out of all of these kinds of movies, like the, you know, the, the Buku badass, like kill everybody kind of movies. Um, do you think these are the most akin to comic books? I think they are. It's hard to say. I'd say the latter two or three. Yes. Um, and if you, you're watching any of the older bonds, like if you go watch the Roger Moore bonds, yes, because there's a certain element of wackiness to them. Right. Yeah. That's, that's and, where I was going with that. Yeah, and not uh, only that, I, there's like a kind of rotating cast playing the same characters, you know. Yeah, um, no, I, I definitely say they they take cues from that, and yeah. in as much as the first two films, I think take a lot of cues from the Bourne movies because those were kind of oh, yeah, the, sure. the preeminent blockbusters of the early two thousands. I think the latter half of the series takes a lot of cues from uh, from comic book genre. How about that? Uh, simply because, like in is it is it Spectre where they have the the list of all their operatives, and uh, it, it's like Winter Soldier a little bit. It has a lot of Winter Soldier deep espionage vibes. Yes, yeah, because they were releasing the name. No, no, that was Skyfall where they were releasing the names on YouTube. Yeah. That was Skyfall. Yeah, just, just like elements like that. Yeah, and then like I said, just that that strange element that will. Uh, you want you want to go and talk about Spectre? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this might... I don't think it's the worst film in this series, but this might be my least favorite. Yeah, it... it it's, it, I wanted to like it a lot, and especially because What's-His-Name played the villain, the guy from Django. Yeah. Um, I love him. Or he's, Christoph Waltz. Yeah, he, he's one of... He might be one of my favorite all-time actors, period. He's good. Do you feel like... Because we talked about this with... Uh, Oh, what's her name? She played Trudy in The Heart of They Fall. Regina um, King. Do you feel like he only does one type of character, though? No. Because I'd say in Inglorious Bastards, he's playing a racist, Jew-hating Nazi. And then in, what's it called? He's playing a dude that doesn't care about race in Django. He, he's yeah, like one I, of the I'd few say... white men that doesn't care about race. But I'd say both of those characters share Act a lot the same. of similar personal traits. Uh, I think he has a lot of the same mannerisms, and he doesn't tend to get away from those mannerisms in his characters, is like what I, I'd say. I think a lot of his characters are, he's refined, and he's refined, and he's refined, until he's not, and he blows up, and he kills someone. Yeah, um, and, and, well, and, and I think we've had, you know... We've talked about other actors with this. There's, I think there's also a feedback loop to that, too, where someone sees him play that character well, and then they need that character in their movie, and they're like, oh, we want that guy. 
You know, you what, you know that, what I mean? That Inglorious Bastards has kind of made him be typecast. I think yeah. it might have been. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he is phenomenal in that movie. He's mm-hmm. so good. He's he's really good in Django. I liked him a lot in Django. Yeah, I like him a lot in Django as well. Um, but but yeah, I do get where you're coming from with that. How do you how do you feel about Dave Bautista, Inspector? That was Dave he, Bautista. Yeah. Wow. He, yeah. he. Huh. Yeah, I liked him. He, I think he, he was may be so the best massive. Inch yeah. Yeah, these uh, these movies. No, I agree. He he's so he, menacing looking. Yeah, and like the the whole thing with Bond henchmen for those who aren't familiar over the years, they all have a weird little shtick. Yeah, like I said, Lashif he bleeds from his eyes, and I don't think Batista's is all that engaging. He just has metal fingernails, like he uses them to crush those that guy's eyes. I honestly didn't meeting. even notice that he had metal yeah, it's, fingernails. It's just so small. Um, I, I thought he just detail. I thought he was just gouging his eyes out like mm-hmm. with his thumb no, he just crushes them uh, That's disgusting. But, uh, and there's also been some theory crafting on the internet that he might have a metal spine because huh. of just the, the types of trauma he incurs was... and just gets up <laughs> yeah uh, but that's a little stupid you know, I, I like him. yeah <laughs> but, I mean all of the all of the Bond things are a little stupid. That's Diamond fair. face and die another day or die another day. Literally, he has diamonds on his face. So like, when I when I saw the little octopus insignia, I was like, "Is this a remake of Octopussy?" <laughs> uh, no. Um, but also, I just wanted to to briefly touch on that. Why would you name a movie Octopussy? We might have uh, we might have talked about this on the pod. Stupid. Um, they're, they're dumb. Do you think and they got more? Zero... Go ahead. No, it's just it was an era of of almost self satire at that point. Whenever they were coming out with movies with those titles and naming characters in those movies, what they did like it's just so yeah. I think that's the worst era of Bond. I like Connery a lot as Bond, but those movies very quickly start to pitter off with how ridiculous they become, specifically in in the way they treat women. I I think the Roger Moore yeah. Bond are a lot more fun and wholesome. Yeah. Um, do you think they would have gotten more or less viewers if they had have changed the name? If they hadn't have named it Octopussy? I think that James Bond at that point in time was riding so high it they, they could have named it whatever they wanted. And they did name what they did name it whatever they wanted. <laughs> That's true. I think they could have named it something even worse. I think they could have named it like maybe Hitler was right and people still would have shown up. They'd have been like, well, maybe James Bond and maybe Hitler was right. Yeah, um, but but yeah, no, I uh, I like Batista a lot, which yeah. is is kind of in heavy contrast to to how much I don't like this version of Blofeld. Yeah, I mean it. I think I think they spent a lot of the traits that they were that made that character good. I think they spent all that in the re- in the other movies. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. he he was he felt like an amalgamation of all the other dudes. And I mean he kind of was because he was behind everything, which and felt just that whole stupid. sense of like I've essentially conquered the world with this organization that I've built up. And despite all of my power and all my capabilities and all the things I can aspire to, thing number one at the top of my list is kill this dude who was my adoptive brother because I was jealous because our father loved him more. Also, I, did, just, there, su- there wasn't that much setup to that either. 
No, and we don't. It we just don't came get out of nowhere. Impl- if we had been getting an implication of that over the course of these films, right? Exactly. Up to it, it'd be different, right? But we get no sense of it, and like we, we've talked about Flash and the Reverse Flash before, and I've always really enjoyed that dialogue of like, "I'm every bad day you've ever had." Yeah. Like everything that's happened to you, that that has shaped you into who you are in a negative way. I did that. You didn't know it was me, but I was always there pulling the strings. I like that concept. Yeah. But give it meaning. Right. Like why? Right. And, and one, specifically killed his father or something. I don't know. Yeah. Specifically, uh, reverse flash is doing it because he wants Barry Allen to be the best flash he could be. Well, it depends on which version of Reverse Flash you're talking that, about. That if is you're talking true. talking about Hunter Zolomon, yes. If you're talking about... Uh, Dr. Zoom. Yeah, if you're talking about Professor Zoom, the one from the future. What's his name? Eobard Thawne. Eobard no, Thawne, He just, yeah. just hates Barry for right. some reason. He's just like, I don't like you. Um, Yeah, the Hunter Zolomon one's like bonkers crazy. Yeah, well, he, he in his own sick, twisted way, he thinks he's helping. That's fair. Um, Let's see... Let's see Spectre, Spectre. Uh, so, how did you feel uh, again with the love interest? I was she. It, it's always the same in these movies. It's like, okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, you know, we have this, like, uh, like guarded banter because I have my guard up around you. I'm not into you, you know. I don't want to get with you. Bond. And then they fall in love with them, and they do it in two seconds. And I was like, what? I kind of, I kind of prefer out out of everyone in this series, I because I think Eva Green does a really good job, yeah. with Vesper in Casino Royale. Um, in, in as much as she, in a lot of ways, she is Bond's equal. Yeah. Um, and but I, I still think I may prefer Leah C. Do out of out of all the the female love interests in in this series. Yeah, and no, I can see. I, where you'd come I don't know. I I track a little bit better with the Spectre love story because it starts out like they they kind of just initially hook up because it like has a tense situation and they're both attracted to each other and then it kind of grows from there. Yeah, and it does make sense that the only person he really able to be able to get with is the daughter of a hitman. That's fair. Um, and I I like that sequence with him and mr white where you see he's all bedraggled and broken down oh that was great i love that he's yeah what is it a you're a kite dancing in a hurricane mr bond yeah yeah and then he blows his brains out yeah all the lead up to blofeld i think is really good yeah you you get this this sense of tension and of like what what is this entity right but the 
uh, and I think that's where this series, in a lot of ways, falls flat. A lot Absolutely. of the justification behind that, yeah, isn't there, or at least it wasn't there for me. Why um, is why and... is he the leader of this organization? Like, what he set? It. Yeah, but but one man can't build an organization. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. He like, just and <laughs> like he's what the, what? Well, you got to think, Dalton. He's the basis for Doctor Evil in the uh, in the Austin Powers movies. That's fair. He's always Petting a cat, and he's right. one-eyed, and he's just in charge of everything because he is. Right, right. Because um, you have um, to have somebody at the top of the chain. Yeah, I, I just feel like I wish I wish we could have gotten a little bit more of that too. Uh, like why? Like why is he leading this? How did he, you know, assemble this? Like, I, I get that you have the biggest organiz like crime organization in the world or whatever, but but how? Why? Like, uh, how'd you feel about him having that double operative working at uh at MI six? Let's see, which one? Oh, the one uh, that tried to kill him. Yeah, yeah. Or wait, wait, no, that was that was the last movie, Skyfall. I'm thinking, cause in, cause the female M wasn't in this movie. No, but the a guy tries to kill M in this movie too. He tries to kill the male M. Uh, it's uh, Moriarty from Sherlock. Is the is the double agent in Spectre? He's working for uh, Christoph Waltz. Moriarty isn't Moriarty played by uh, the dude that played David Robert Jones and Friends? No, you're thinking of Moriarty from the uh, the Robert Downey Jr. movies. Oh, you're right. About the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock TV show. Uh, he's he's kind of he looks a little bit like a weasel. I don't. He, he, I don't think I remember little... that. And I yeah. Okay. I feel like you're well, going he... somewhere with it though. No, I was, just, I was just curious about how you felt about it. Because I, from the moment he shows up and he's like, oh, well, uh, you know, you haven't been running MI6 well, him. Like, I'm going to have to come in. I'm going to have to do this. And he's like, well, you used to work for me, boy. And I taught you everything you know. And he's like, ah, yes, but you don't. Oh, oh, like, oh, oh, oh. I know what you're talking about now. The dude that, the dude that's like running everything and he's yeah. getting control of the, what's it called? I thought yeah. you were just talking about like he was like a one-off hit, like no. agent that, that no. turned on him. No. Um... um Let's see. I liked him. I actually yeah. did, and I didn't. He's kind of oily. Like you, <laughs> he sure you, is. You never don't know that he's working for the other side. Oh, uh, absolutely. Like the first time you see him, and he goes in there, and you you can tell he's kind of an outsider, and he's like, you know, everything's changing, and, and you can just kind of tell that he's teed up to be the villain. You're behind the times, old man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Um. How'd you feel about the end of this movie? Like, uh, with just them... Like, Riding off in the sunset? Yeah, he and he wanted him to kill him, but he didn't. Yeah. See, I like I, that. I have a, I have a, yeah, I like the fact that he doesn't kill him, but I, I have a bit of a question for you in that regard. Do you... Would you have preferred if, if the series ended here? As far as the resolution we get with Bond, and he just gets to ride off into the sunset with the woman he loves, and live happily ever after? I don't know. I don't know if that's a fitting in for Bond. I don't know if... Because I feel like a lot of Bond's character is that, like, tortured hero, you know? It's it's very Batman-esque in that way. And I don't feel like the tortured hero is supposed to get the girl and ride off into the sunset, you know what I mean? For the vast majority of them, yeah, I'd agree with you, but he, he already had his Vesper Lynn situation. 
And uh, that's, that's fair. We, we let off with the tragedy, and it's the same way, like, Dark Knight Rise has its issues, but I like the idea that at the end of that, Batman gets to retire, and he, he gets to go off with Catwoman and live you always a did like that. peaceful life. Yeah, because I, I guess the whole idea is characters like Batman and Bond, it's their job to suffer, and they bear that burden. And, and they, they can't let go. Year in, year out, forever and ever and ever. But I, I kind of like the contrasting idea that when, when everything's said and done at the end, they they get their reward for that, which is they they get to move on and they get to they get to live their lives. And as much as as there is to be said for the idea of like, well, you know, sacrifice. And at the end, the, like this life breaks you down and you have to deal with the ramifications of it. And the ramifications of it aren't getting to retire and live happily ever after. Yeah, I just I feel like this this entire series is really dour. Yeah, and to have it end, or if it had ended with him riding off into the sunset and just having, you know, like a family, I yeah. think I'd have been okay with that. That's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, I could I could see where you're coming from. I I just uh, I think and and I agree with you that he definitely deserved that. You know. Like, but life isn't always about what we deserve. No. Um, no, like, uh, like I said, it's, I don't know. It's an, it's an interesting toss up. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit more with, uh, the, the next one. Yeah. yeah. You, you want to just go ahead and get into that one? Sure. Um, so, uh, I, I can't really think anything else is Spectre. Me neither. Anything else Spectre? Uh, we'll, 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 we'll do non-spoilers. Non yeah. It's going to be a short non-spoilers, but non <laughs> yeah. Um, this was good. It was good. Yeah, um, I thought it was good. Too. Yeah, I, I was like, I wasn't upset that they made it. You know what I mean? Like, it. I feel like there were a lot of ways that it could have went where I'd have just been like, "Wow, that sucked. They shouldn't have made this movie. It ruined the franchise." You know what I mean? I feel like, yeah, I feel like specifically in the first half, it has some of the best action sequences we've gotten. Yeah, out of any of these movies. Um, I really liked the villain. Um, and, and I think, uh, I think we can talk about who the villain is too, because, or at least like, uh, I, I liked who was cast as the villain. Uh, what's his Ray name? Malik. Yeah. Yeah. And all the yeah, promotional the material, uh, he was kind of teed up as the villain. So that's not really a uh, spoiler. Um, but yeah, yeah, he was really, really good. Um, and it's interesting seeing him go from like Freddie Mercury, like hot you know like the yeah, of that it's, it's yeah. really cool he's a, he's a really good actor yeah for any of the listeners who are familiar with the pacific it's the pacific version of band of brothers essentially on hbo um he's in that as well and he's much more akin to the way he is in this where he's just jaded and he's Creepy. been killing yeah he's been killing japanese soldiers for so long and kind of living in that right on the the battlefront mentality that he's become just this strange, unnerving character. And I think he, he does that really, really well. Um, Mr. Robot's also really good. He plays a, a hacker in that with, uh, with some mental disorders. Do you think uh, do you think he was good in Bohemian Rhapsody, too? I think that's a bad movie. Um, I think he's fine in it. Yeah. Um, I think he did as well as he could have, given the, what he got. Originally, Sasha Baron Cohen... Uh, was gonna do a Freddie Mercury movie because he can actually sing pretty well. Um, do you think he would have been better suited for it than Rami Malek? 
Let's see. I think Remy Malik, as far as the impersonation goes, is he's spot on. Yeah. Yeah. Like and, he, and he looks the part. I think he looks the part better than Sasha Baron Cohen. I agree. Like, I like Sasha Baron Cohen a lot, but I have a hard time picturing him. him serious in anything. Yeah. I mean, he's Borat or Borat. Yeah. Yeah, and when when you you do something that well, it, it kind of defines who you are. Yeah, in the in the public eye. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What uh? What other general beats? Visually, it was great. Yeah, and, yeah, and as all all these movies really are. Good. And good. So, <laughs> no. so something no, that uh we haven't talked about through this whole series is that I think this whole series does really 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 well is practical effects. Yes. Like there's almost there's virtually no cgi um i think there's some cgi when it comes to like all the techie stuff you know where they're like there's putting up flashy, holograms and flashy rope work too yeah uh, and this there's one specific scene where you see two people get like snatched to decent ways and you're like that is not them yeah those are those are they, those people look like puppet people <laughs> um but but for the most part it, it looks good. It and sure it, does. It, like, it looks practical. They flip a lot of these cars. Yeah. They uh they do a lot of wire work. They do a lot of damage, man. They blow up a they lot do. of buildings, cars. There's a bunch of fiery explosions. How how much money do you think they spent on like just buying buildings to blow up? A lot. Uh, yeah, like seriously. Did you feel the runtime of this movie? Yes, it was like an hour and a half. Uh, and I, I saw it right when no, I, saw, or no, not, no, not, an, not, not a, not a, not an hour and a half. Yeah. I meant yeah. two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's the longest bond. Yeah. It's, it's by far the longest. Cause I think all the other ones are around two hours, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. Uh, that's, that's a big, uh, so this movie is almost three hours. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel super bored through it though. No, I feel, I felt like it was relatively engaging. I think. A lot of it is they they went into this knowing this was gonna be the last one they were gonna do. Right. So they crammed everything into it. That's true. They're like, uh so and so, can we get them back? Yep. Uh we need a scene with can we get yep. Yep. Yeah, uh, fair and, enough. And just add ten minutes for yep. Um uh, I, though I feel like this movie like you told me it was two hours and forty five minutes. I thought it was like two hours and twenty something minutes. Um, yeah, so I, I think I don't feel like it ruined the experience. No, I think like how long it was didn't weigh on me as much as a lot of two hour and forty five minute movies because I was entertained the whole time. Yeah, um, this, this one also does a good job of it covers a very wide array of settings and characters. Yeah, because like visually speaking, you get your like middle of Greece Mediterranean vibe. You get no. your cuba vibe you get up in the norwegian mountain ranges vibe uh you get island vibe like there there's there's all these different settings in which he's fighting and or doing missions uh that, that kind of i guess give this movie a global feel that some of the others are lacking um i think that's about all we can talk about without spoiling stuff yeah it's a pretty spoiler heavy movie it um, really is but yeah no it's good i'd say I think it's worth going to see. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's worth going to see one. as well. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. exactly. Uh, and, and I do, as much as a lot of people might not agree with this, I like Daniel Craig as James Bond. Or at least in, in this James Bond role that they wrote yeah, him. I, 
I think everybody does. Really? I, I yeah, I don't really know anybody who who's not a fan of the Craig Bond. I think it started out a little bit like the Heath Ledger Joker. Yeah. And as much as when he was cast, people were like, "This guy's blonde and he's, he's <laughs> this pretty boy, and he, this guy can't be Bond." And then right. after Casino Royale, where they see him bricking people in the head, they're like, <laughs> "All right." They're like, um, I'm behind this pawn, especially after how, I don't know, fancy schmancy Pierce Brosnan's Bond was. Most of the people that uh, that don't like the new Bond movies are just like uh, Sean Connery purists, or at least the ones that I've met. Yeah, there are an abundance of, of those folk out there. Again, right. I think Sean Connery's good in that Fine. role, but those movies have uh, not right. aged super well. Right. Um. So let's see. Non-spoilers, right? Oh wait, we know we yeah. need to rate the movie. Now, now we're in spoilers. Yeah, we should rate the movie. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess we should rate all of them. Uh, so, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Because should we? Should we rate them? I. You know what? I think let's we should... rate them individually, and then let's rate the series. No, I think we should rate them in order of how uh, which ones we think are the best. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, but we'll we'll still give No Time to Die a rating because it, it just came. Okay, out. yeah. Fair enough. All right. So I give it a seven and a half. Uh, yeah, I think it, yeah. in as much as. I think I'd give it a seven and a half too. If the movie stood alone, I think it would be closer to maybe like a six and a half. But I think it does a good enough job of tying up all the aspects of this series. Yeah, same. In a way that feels fulfilling. Yeah. And in the same way that Endgame gets a notch for doing that. Yeah. Uh, this also gets a notch for doing that. I agree. Um. So let's see. Uh, should we do worst to best? You want to do worst to best or favorite to least favorite? Because I I think I have different lists for each of those. Uh, let's do let's just do favorite to least favorite. Okay, what's so, your favorite of these? So I think both of us are gonna say Skyfall. Uh, it's a toss up between Skyfall and and this one for me. I think. Really? Yeah, I, I like this movie a lot. Um, it, it was a lot of fun. And it. This movie managed to somehow retroactively make all of those yeah. elements of like, oh, Bond is he has this higher destiny. And it's tied to all these different things, and etc. Make a little bit more sense. No, I, I totally agree with you there. Confines of this universe. So I, I think it it gets a bit of a bump in that regard. Yeah. And also this this movie, because we're in spoilers now. They, they, they kill James Bond in this movie. Yeah. Like they've that's never been done in any prior Bond film. He he always just kind of walks off into the distance and or 
or does whatever. Right. But they, this is the first time they've ever definitively killed him. And like that takes chutzpah. It sure <laughs> does. It sure does. And, and they don't do it in any way where 10, 20 years from now they can be like, he's back. What, what did he's you just say? The... Did you say chutzpah? Chutzpah. What's, what is that? Like it, like gumption. It takes a oh. lot of guts. Okay. It takes a lot of I mean, like, getting out there. I mean, from context that. clues, I, that's what I figured you said. You never heard the term chutzpah? Never, not once in my life. Maybe I have, but I thought it was gibberish. And so I didn't pay much attention to it. Does, um, does that word have a vowel in it? Yeah, it's. I think it's H. I've never had to think about how it's spelled, but I imagine <laughs> it's either H-O-O-T-S-P-A or H-U-T-S-P-A. Hutzpa. Oh, it, no, okay. it's actually spelled. Uh, it's actually spelled C H U T Z P A H. It's Hutzpa. There you go. Um, so the C isn't pronounced. That's but it's it got that, that sound to it. It's uh, it's Hebrew. Yeah, I, I mean, I figured it was by the sound of it. Yeah. Um, but uh, man, that that just made me lose my place in All what we we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, but like they, and I mean, I. Think if people have been listening to us by now, they they kind of they they get the uh, the deal. We we like a swing. And yeah. This was a swing. This was a swing. And for for the most part, I think this was a hit. Yeah. Uh, this this movie wasn't afraid to to kill characters. Um, because yeah. we also lose Felix Leiter in this. I I, 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 like, I like that death no, too. It it was like yeah, a meaningful really death. Well. And, and and he carried it with him. And then yeah. and then he got to kill that one dude. He Ash, was like, yeah. he was like, man, help me out, man. You're gonna die anyway. And and he was like, yeah, but this one's for Felix. And then he flips that car on the dude. Yeah, could you tell from the moment Ash was introduced, you're like, this guy's a this guy's bad news. Uh, no, I felt actually, like he was too into it. I felt when he's like, oh, this is oh, we're having fun, aren't we? And we got to do this, Vaughn. Come help us, Vaughn. I was like, this guy's. Bad no, that they, they actually got me with that one because I I really thought that he was just like this green you know uh, agent that was just fresh off the fresh out of training you know and and he was just like super excited about it and you like that despite him turning uh turning coat he he is still a fan of Bond like as he was flying off in the helicopter he's like that's such a shame like, I'm yeah such a big fan of that guy. I, I love that that was so cool yeah. that that was really good fun. um. I something I really liked is that it um I, I really liked it when they were having the the Spectre party <laughs> and they were like oh you know release the kill bond it won't kill any of you and then it kills all of them and and like yeah, you no. said this movie does a good a good job of like retroactively making everything else better and that's one place where it does that because it just murders all of specter just without a thought you know and, and it's all gone and all you know everything that the the previous four movies were leading up to just was obliterated yeah. and i, I like, love that uh, do you like saffin's like disfigurement like the the idea that he was poisoned as well but it didn't kill him Yes, and, and that's why he, I did like he that the way that he does. Yeah, I, I feel um, like it was like, a little bit his contrived. Name is a very thinly veiled uh, analog to Lucifer, Saffin. It's uh, Lucifer, Saffin. Uh, I can't even pronounce it because he's. Uh, uh, I I didn't I didn't pick yeah, up on that. It's like L Y U T S I F E R. It's kind of silly, Lucifer. but yeah, I do kind of like it at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Um. No, I. 
how how'd you like the intro to this where we we get to see uh where he's Madeline's, uh mother getting shot i i actually did like that and i, I liked it in this i don't know like because in the in the previous movie she had started telling the story um and, and you know you kind of get the sense that she has her secrets and bond does too and and then you you kind of see that it didn't play out exactly like she said because she said she just shot him dead i'm pretty sure to bond because she she tells him a little bit about that in specter um and i did like that i like how you had the mask on like that weird creepy mask it is a cool mask how did she shoot him that many times though and then he just and got up and walked. Uh, well, even if even if he had survived. Yeah, I think the implication because he's kind of like limping along is that he was probably wearing a vest. Yeah, wearing a vest, That's and fair. she just caught him in one of his legs. I mean, I guess he was going to a known assassin's house, so you probably yeah. would wear body armor or something like that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think that that seemed to be the implication. Okay. I don't like the weird fact that he like loved her and Did wanted he? to yeah because he's like we have this like we both love oh yeah we're like the same. the same i was like why where's this i i this seems extra i did feel like i did like him in the sense i, I feel like this villain accomplished what the last villain was supposed to be and way more and did way better at it because like he was his, like, like, you know, we're the same, you know, we're we're two sides of the same coin. You're the jo- I'm the Joker to your Batman, you know, and and I feel like this played out a lot better in that. In that respect, you like that he's got this weird like Eastern philosophical room, and he's just like hanging yes. out. Yes, I did. <laughs> and then, do you like that he has a little door that he's sitting on, and it just drops down the moment bullets start flying? Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I think all yeah. those elements of of the older bonds yeah where they're kind of pokey and all over the place i think they're fun in this yeah i do too this is of all the movies this is the silliest one in a lot of ways yeah and, and yet like, it has this serious tone to it that doesn't address any of the silliness at all yeah like yeah. all the quips he makes like right when he, when he beat cyclops he's like it really blew his mind i'm like that's so <laughs> cheesy um but it's kind of fun. I, I don't know. I, I feel like, given how morose right. the rest of the series was, it was a bit of a breath of fresh air. It was a bit of a romp. Him, yeah, to, to see him having fun with it. What do you think about the new 007? Uh, so, I liked her in the second half of the movie. In the first half of the movie, I hated her. Because her whole character was like, I'm your replacement. And that was all yeah. there, all we got from her. And I was like... No one in their right mind would bring up the fact that you replace someone this many times in such a small amount of time. Yeah. Like, I, I just, it, it felt like it was all of her character for a while. Yeah. And, uh, and she, she comes around at the end. She does mm-hmm. come around at the end. Yeah, no. I took How totally did you feel about Q in this? Uh, I always love Q. I don't know why. It's just, uh, he, I like he, that they, they, they reveal he's gay in this. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't, yeah. I that was don't cool. think they they covered that at all in uh, in and, and they didn't sit on it either. They just they, no, it was just like, just like he was like, I've got a guy coming over. Like yeah. it's been a long time. Yeah, I, can't, I don't have time for this. Right. Um. um no, I, I like him. He's fun. Um. He he's kind of like 
just that character though in everything yeah. like you know you yeah. know what i mean like we always have that character in these kinds of movies how did you feel about him in uh, this Do you, i, I liked how he was like old being conflicted and uh... like i i tried to do we we tried to have this program so we could save lives i don't feel like that's super what that guy would have done though i really like i i don't think he like because throughout the rest of the movies he's like you know play it play it by the book bond blah 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 blah. like we we got to do the right thing in democracy and like we have you know uh voters that we have to you know uh, represent represent. and then he turns around and he uh develops a super weapon you know that that can kill people based on their dna i just that seemed that seemed way out of left field for that character I don't know. I feel like at the end of the day, he's also always been part of the being by the book is, I guess, a, a certain loyalty to the idea of like queen and country and like this comes first and I represent our national interests before anything, Bond. Right. And for that, I, I felt it made sense with this character. And also the fact that we we get to sit with him in his regret. No, I, I did like that part. I, I think and that I, part I think was well handled. Yeah. Um. But uh, but no, I, I liked him as well. I really enjoyed Anna De Armas in this for the ten minutes we got her. Uh, uh, is that again? He shows up in Cuba, and she's the agent who helps him. Oh, and she's like, I've only been out of training for three weeks, and then it becomes very obvious that she has not only been out of training for three weeks. <laughs> yeah, then yeah, uh, and she's like super nervous the whole time. But then when the yeah. fighting comes down, she's like, yes, yeah, she's great. Um, and I think it's handled well in this that he's he's still Bond, and he's got that weird quippy flirty vibe about him but right. it's not there, there's nothing behind it anymore all these people are kind of like you're a little bit old and also <laughs> he's not actually engaged in it because he's like i you know i'm a yeah. little bit sad still yeah um what was i gonna say oh shoot i had a good thought um oh did did it um did it feel kind of weird how him and um is it Madeline? It's Madeline, yeah. right? Did it feel kind of weird how quickly they parted ways? Are you talking about at the end? Or no, I'm talking end? about the beginning because he was like, uh, you know, the the grave blew up, and, and later we figure out that that was um, the German guy. Yeah. Um, but did it seem like a logical conclusion for Bond to come to that she did that to him? Well, uh. When he's fighting Cyclops, and uh, Cyclops is like, you know, uh, she's the Madeline, daughter of Spectre. She's the daughter of Spectre. Yeah. Um, and like we, you know, we take we, what is it? We take care of our owner, etc. But okay, um, yeah, but okay. So, um, Bond's a secret agent, and he's yeah. a very he's a veteran secret agent. You would think he'd be competent enough to know when somebody's bluffing him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, well, and no, not not just that, but your enemy why would you trust the word of your yep. enemy your enemy doesn't have your best interest at mind so why would they want to give you worthwhile well, you, information you, you got to think dalton in almost this exact same situation in casino royale she was betraying him that's fair and, like, and i, he, I think he's, he's i think this ringer once that's fair and i guess that is where it makes it makes it make sense yeah um, um but i it, think it, it's a it, really great sequence when he's there at the at the grave and he's like, you know, like I'm, I'm sorry, like I, yeah. I I've got to let you go. And then the bomb just goes off. Yeah. And he's disoriented, and it's a mess, and he doesn't know what's going on. 
and he calls uh, Madeline. He can't hear anything. I think it's a, a really solid, I guess not cold open, but a really solid uh, intro to the movie. Um, in the other James Bond movies, like without Daniel Craig, is everything just falling apart around his ears all the time? Or does he have it like super together? Because I've never seen the old Bond movies, but I've always imagined it to where he's like a god and nothing can really mess with him. And, and every he always has yeah. it together and he's always it like... It really varies from Bond to Bond. That's fair. Timothy Dalton's probably, prior to this, the most bruiser one we've had where he's just like, I'm kind of just, this is a mess. Whereas Roger Moore's like high Bond to the point where like all the gadgets are the wackiest in that and weird stuff's going on and he's kind of having a romp. Yeah. And it's a little bit silly. Um and Brosnan Bond is kind of just always on top of it. Okay. Um what about Sean Connery? But, uh, he's a bruiser. Okay. Um but yeah, I, I I don't know. I think I prefer this version. Yeah. Um maybe in the next iteration of Bond I'd prefer something a little bit more akin to uh Kingsman. Yeah, sometimes it's just a little bit more like a, a rocking romp. Fair, but I, I think for this series that that tone works. I hope in the next series they retroactively make it so that all of the Bonds are not actually named James Bond, and uh, they make it work I, somehow. I mean, yeah, they they can just make it work. It's just Daniel Craig can't be a part of that. Um, like all the other Bonds are not James Bond and they exist in the same universe. And then Daniel Craig Bond exists in this universe. By or, himself. or they could, they could do some, uh, some switcheroos and say that, uh, his name originally wasn't really James Bond. And they like, he was, they got him at such a young age that they just changed his name or something. It's the Bond family manor. Skyfall is. Like his parents, their names are Bond. As okay, well. okay. His parents were secret agents, and they were all part okay, of it. Right, they didn't I'm really okay. die. They didn't really yeah. die. It was all just like a setup. Yeah, no. It yeah. It's just like the Terry McGinnis, um, Batman oh, Beyond Batman thing. Nonsense. Yeah, I didn't like that one either. You didn't like that? I kind of liked it. It was kind of fun. No, I didn't like it. I it, like the it's idea. Stupid, that but it's Terry fun. Terry McGinnis came to that situation of his own accord, and it's not the same because he doesn't lose both of his parents. Nobody knows what we're talking father. about. Yeah, it, it, okay, <laughs> Batman Beyond. Right. Yeah, but I no, I don't like the idea. Like, it's too much destiny. Um, it, it is too much destiny. I agree. Um, let's see. So, uh, do you think they handled Bond's death well? Yeah, I did. I, I, I thought they handled it as well as they probably could have. Um, yeah, it was pretty emotional too, because you know she was just watching the island with their child. And he was like, you know, she was like, I, I just wish we had more time. And and he was like, you've got all the time in the world. Yeah. And I, I shed, I, a, I I shed like, a tear. Yeah, for, for such a, a long movie, I feel like they could have spent a little bit more time in that moment. I, I like agree with you. Looking out over and you get to see. And I, I do like that you get to see the bombs like landing. Yeah. As they get closer to it. Yeah. There's, 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 there's no way no they survive. They didn't like, leave an inkling that, because, no. I think a, a lesser filmmaker would have done that. Yeah, and and like you said, not just full send committed to it. Yeah, and I kind of like the idea that they're implying that he he could have gotten out of that situation if he wanted to, but he'd rather die than be in a situation where he couldn't be with his, you know, the the person he loved and his child. I thought that was interesting. 
Oh, if he, so, if he went around them, they would have died. Yeah, yeah, that's what that whole vial of blood was. Uh, I was a little bit confused on that. Yeah. So it, it was a, a the bit of a mess. the super weapon was already in both of them, right? The uh, his, his girl and his girl. No, um, Bond had already had the the nanobots on him from when what's her name gave him to him right um but the bots are programmed specifically to just kill one person's dna set right uh so it was fine after the first one because it was only programmed to kill blofeld right um, but whereas when he was fighting Rami malik's character uh Safin, he that that little vial of blood Safin scratched his face with or broke against his face that had the DNA of what's her name and of Madeline and her daughter. But did Instead, that also if they have were in contact with them? It would kill the two of them. But but did did that vial also have the nanobots in it? No, Bond already had nanobots in his system. I mean, it may have, but it would have been. And the nanobots were in his system were already programmed to kill someone else, right? The nanobots, once they're in your system, you've always got those nanobots, right? But you can add another programming to them i guess by adding more nanobots of, of the same sort that, that that's what it was he that's because when you see him first arrive back at the compound Safin's like do you have my thing ready like it's yeah. an insurance plan and that's what he was keeping it for that's um, uh, it still just doesn't make a lot of sense like it's it's yeah, kind of still a little thing, sloppy they, yeah they danced around a little bit um but it's you know it's a it's a but but i do i do agree with you that I, it is that is a fitting end that you know he could have gotten out of it, but but what what kind of life is that to live, you know? Exactly. And I I really like uh, his parting moments with uh, with lighter as well, when he's like, uh, "It's a good life, isn't it?" James? Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, it, it is. It is. Yeah." Um, and then we kind of get to see him, kind of have to go through the same process, right? Uh, at the end, and he kind of just, you know, he, he talks to the person he loves, and then he he's sits down and he waits yeah and it comes um and i think the the little section where they're all kind of commemorating bond was good as well yeah um but uh but yeah i, I really did enjoy this movie uh we we never finished ranking them in order of how much we did liked we them yeah we did we said skyfall and then you said i don't know i kind of liked this movie better and and then we just started talking about this movie yeah, it's for me this this one in Skyfall are at the top. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Very close behind. Yep. Um, and I agree. Then Quantum Inspector, it's toss up between which is my least favorite. There, I, I, I don't I think, think either of them's all that good. I think Quantum is my least favorite, and yeah. uh, Spe it definitely I, is the more inconsequential of the two. I guess going into this one without Spectre would be weird. Yeah, well, I, not just that. I think I enjoyed Spectre more. Um, uh, like, uh, even though, despite its problems, you know, uh, it was still, yeah. like, fun. And, and Quantum of Solace was just, I don't know. Yeah. That tonally, it was weird, and, yeah, it's there, like you said. Um, but I think, I think we've exhausted, did you, did you have anything to say about this series? No. Uh, uh, where I do guess you want we... to go from here? Oh, I, I have uh... no idea. Like, um, do we, do we want to go back to like a younger 
more jovial, kind of excited and green around the ears Bond? Is that uh, the idea? Would you call that? Would you call Daniel Craig at the beginning that kind of Bond? No. Yeah, I, would. <laughs> I wouldn't he, either. That man was born a murderer. <laughs> yeah, he was like if murdering people out, out of the he womb. He killed his parents. He orphaned himself. I'd be like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Like, that's what he does. Murder is his thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Daniel Craig's scary dude after watching those. Like, I would not, even though he's probably, you know, not that tough, like, I, I still wouldn't tango with yes. him. Exactly. Um, but no, I'd kind of like to see kind of a bond, I guess, that has more zeal for it. That's and, fair. Like he, he's, he's not so apathetic. A, yeah. Like yeah. he's there, he's there because he's serving his country, but he's also there because he, he, he has fun with it and he wants to be. Do you, do you want him to be like an idealist? Mm, uh, maybe, at maybe at the, the start. Yeah. That, yeah, that would be kind of cool. Broken down. I would love that. So, so we get to see that that transition more because this one's kind of always been a cynic yeah it, it, and he he was pretty monotone from start to finish um which, which i think is how they wrote him yeah yeah i don't think that's craig's fault because craig's a, a pretty animated uh actor is he uh yeah like if you've seen knives out he's very I, animated i need or, to uh, i need to watch that logan lucky um yeah. let's see he, he was also in the girl the dragon tattoo was that any good okay it's very harrowing if you like movies that don't make you feel very upset about everything i would not watch uh <laughs> so it makes you upset about everything yeah it's not it's not a happy movie okay uh, i don't um, think the book's very happy either is it nope <laughs> nope it's not a happy story yeah um but uh but yeah I, i'd kind of like to see tom, i think tom hiddleston's a little bit old now but somebody in that vein okay yeah uh, i could see that you know, they're suave and they're sleek and they're having fun. Yeah. And then maybe you break them down over the course of it. I just, it, I, as far as, I don't know, I don't know if I've got, got it in me for emotional bond. That's fair. Installment as well. This, this was a pretty emotional bond. Or, yeah. yeah, emotional yeah. is what I'd say. Even though he's just like a rock as far as his yeah. facial expressions go. Yeah, um, it was sad to see him go. There's yeah, the end. it was. Yeah, like I said, I shed a tear. Um... But uh, as far as the series goes, I was actually kind of impressed with this series, especially like because I've watched it all in the last like seventy two hours. Um, I, going into it, I was like, oh, you know, I'm gonna watch these action movies, and they're, you know, I'm gonna watch dudes stab people. It'll be a little bit of fun, but it's gonna be, a, you know, not the best. But I had a lot of fun watching all these movies, and I'm glad I did. Yeah, yeah um, good. Yeah, and, and there's a reason that this character has been around. As as long Absolutely, yeah. as it has, like it, there, there's something about it that sticks with the public consciousness. Yeah, and and, and you can understand why because he's yeah, like you said, in a lot of ways he is like a comic book character. Yeah, he he really is. Um, and also I feel like these movies are kind of at the top of this like type of movie. You know what I mean? They definitely stand above like the. Your man from Uncles, <laughs> or or like any of the uh, what's his name action movies, the bald guy, um, Jason Statham, or yeah, I'd or say like... I'd say these and the Mission Impossible's kind of run this franchise. Yeah, um, you mean run this genre? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'd say while both of those vary in quality, I think they they both 
fulfill a lot of the same beats. One of them's just British. Do you think uh, Mission Impossible is better or worse? It's hard to say. Uh, I think Mission Impossible's worst blunders are worse. Uh, yeah, I could definitely see that. These, but like the last few Mission Impossible movies have been great. Really? Like, yeah, Ghost Protocol's really good. Rogue um, Nation's fine, but Fallout's also really good. Well, you know what? Maybe since I'm on uh, an action movie, Buku Badass run, maybe I'll just run through the, the yeah, what's it called, Mission think, Impossible movies. I think they recently wrapped up filming on the next Mission Impossible, maybe? So maybe when still the it dude? comes out, we'll... Uh, um, what'd you say? Is What's-His-Name still the dude? Uh, what's the, what's the name will be the dude until he dies yeah um, fair enough but it, are you kidding he's he's too addicted to doing crazy stunts to stop doing those movies yeah he does do his own stunts doesn't he all of them that's pretty badass i have it's to wild, say man he were like you could not pay me to run down the side of that building he runs down and well in the fourth i mean you know at, at this point though he's basically a stuntman i mean yeah. he's basically a professional stuntman and an actor yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, it, for the last one, he did a, a halo jump, like the or, the jump from orbit. Um, what? Near orbit, I guess. Uh, and I almost dropped Henry an F-bomb Apple. and had to had to make this <laughs> yeah. this episode explicit. explicit. Yeah, I yeah, know. Like, Henry Cavill was in that movie as well, and Henry Cavill talked to Tom Cruise a lot about it. He's like, come on, like, let me do it with you. And he was like, no. He's <laughs> like, you're not, you're not trained for this. Like, you can't. He's like, I've been training for this for, like, 15 years Jesus. i'm not gonna have you get killed and then henry cavill's death be on me that's uh, fair, you that's fair. He's, he loves it man he's insane it's scientology that's cool you pump enough scientology into somebody I they can do anything about that. what yeah. what is what is scientology i don't even remember what that is yeah. isn't it um it... so l ron hubbard uh, was okay. a dude in the early 20th century and he decided he was going to come up with a philosophy slash religion based on energy beings that kind of run the world okay from, from i thought beyond. this was going to be a little more grounded no so it's, it's, so it's, it's some like cthulhu idea, like weird well, stuff. it's more like it's not like shadow organizations it's more along the lines of there's another planet of higher beings and they control events on earth through their energy and willpower, they project it over here, and certain elements of it, you're like, yeah, the energy and all living things, it's connected, and other parts are strange. Uh, why maybe, are they controlling us, though? Why does anyone control anyone, Dalton? Fair. Because they can. They're higher beings. <laughs> They're ineffable. Their machinations aren't known to <laughs> us. Uh, Fair. But it's... And, and um, he's like, he's like, came out and like seriously announced that he's for all this. Yeah, not just him. I mean, John Travolta's a Scientologist. Um, what? Yeah, like it, it, it's pretty prominent amongst celebrities. But I think that's because the Scientologists are uh, are very good at at getting in to people's social circles and then surrounding them with huh. other Scientologists, huh. and then slowly being like, hey, you know, like uh, Katie Holmes is. Or at least was maybe she still is a Scientologist. You um, would think, with all the money that these people have, and that they would have some access to, you know, like knowledge. And I mean, there's the internet, but at the same time, they're rich. Like they're obscenely rich. 
Yeah, but the thing about it, I guess rich people can be dumb. If if you know it's a cult, it you don't care that much if you're towards the top of the cult. Ooh, (laughs) good point. I I think some of it is these people very much are aware of and understand that this isn't really an organization that is super healthy to be a part of. Okay, but they're successful enough and prominent enough within the organization. Yeah, that uh, that they get some perks. And also, I think initially it starts out with like, hey, you're up and coming, like, join our movement. And I know such and such, he's a director, maybe I'll put in a, a good word for you. Ah, and then yeah, fair enough. two, three movies in, they'll be like, I made you. Yeah. Like, you, if you, you try and leave us now, I'm going to ruin your career. You'll That's... never get another job in this town. I don't think they could do that to Tom Cruise, though. No, Tom Cruise could probably <laughs> single-handedly fight and kill every <laughs> member of the Church of Scientology. Man's insane. Yeah. And I say that as a fan of Tom Cruise. You Certain sure people, you can look into their eyes, and, and you can tell insane. that they would murder anyone <laughs> if they thought it would get them to where they needed to be. Oh, and there is genuine insanity behind that man's eyes. He's a great actor, though. Yeah, I, you can't actor. you you can't no i think he's a great actor i i've seen him like in the I roles think he's a, i think I, he's a great showman okay yeah i could i could see that what where where do you where do you draw the line between those two things in as much as like i think he's a great showman because like we talked about earlier he does all of his own stunts there's always yeah. there's this energy that comes with any production he's involved with because he's involved with it yeah and as a result of that i think the end product tends to be better because mm-hmm. everybody's like oh we're working with tom cruise like he's showing up with 180 percent today everyone has to show up with 120 <laughs> but don't you think that, that makes him a great actor i don't know that he's ever <laughs> acting <laughs> I, 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 think, I think that might just be him. <laughs> I think that's what makes him a great actor because you don't freaking know. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like I'm relatively positive that that's just who he is. And for the vast majority of these roles, where he shows oh, up and he's like, you know, I'm blah blah blah, and this and this, and I'm everything, and blah. Like I think I think he might truly believe that. Oh, I in which it. case, I, was th- I, I don't know. It's hard. I was thinking because about. Like, go ahead. Do you think Nicolas Cage is a good actor? Nicolas Cage. Oh, that's a uh, not not really. Right? I don't know, man. He's won Oscars. He sure he has. Knows how to he, act. he does know how to act. He's been good in. I loved him in uh, in Kick Ass. Actually, yeah, he's, great in he's great in a couple other movies too. He's very so-so in, in a lot of movies, though. I feel like Tom Cruise, though, like you said, he brings it in everything he's in. He does. I, I don't think he ever just takes the paycheck, but I also think that's because he's in better financial straits than Nicolas Cage, who's constantly <laughs> fighting bankruptcy. Is he really? Yeah, he d- doesn't manage his money well. Um, and Obviously. Has, has quite a few... Uh, Divorces? divorces oh yeah that'll get you every time man it will get you come on nikki cage time. what you doing um do you do you ever think about it and find it odd that he's the nephew of francis ford coppola Ooh, who's francis ford coppola the director of the godfather that's right yeah that is that is wild and he like got into didn't he get into acting or no no he changed his name because he didn't want to ride on his his uncle's laurels yeah and he's a big fan of Luke Cage. Um, and that's yeah. why he's Luke Cage. He's also a massive Superman fan. 
There's a really yeah. good documentary called uh, The Death of Superman Lives. Yeah, where he was going to play him. Superman. That, yeah. that costume like looks so cringy. So silly, and he's got the mullet. He sure does. Everything. Oh. And I, I don't know. It'd be a very different world if we had gotten that movie. Where where can I stream that documentary? I want to know. I think it's on Prime, maybe? Let's What'd see. you call it? It's The Death of Superman Lives, because Superman Lives was the name of the movie. And, and he it was going to be like a, uh, a Death of Superman kind of thing, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah, it was going to be directed by Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's on... Let's see... Can I get it? Let me watch it. Let me watch it. <laughs> I mean, I have watched it, but let's see. I'm not seeing it streaming on anything. You might just be able to pull it up on YouTube, honestly. It looks like, it, <laughs> it looks like it's just on YouTube. Wow. All right. I'm definitely watching that. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a fascinating documentary because it's not even like, hey, we should do this. And then it didn't come through. Like, they had already done most of the pre-production stuff. They had already done the outfitting, the casting, a lot of it, and then it just fell through. In a lot of the ways, uh, the the 2009 Justice League movie fell through. Um, I kind of wish we'd gotten that. 2009 Justice League movie? Yeah. Let's say 2009. Josh Hartnett was, uh, or not Josh Hartnett, Army Hammer was Batman. Uh, and wait, that's yeah. around the time that the the Christopher Nolan movies were gone, yeah. right? Yeah, they were like they were gonna be side by tandem. side. That's yeah, and wild. it was gonna be a different Batman in a different universe. In the Justice think... League movie and George Miller, the guy who did uh, all the Mad Max movies, was yeah. direct. Huh? Do you think people would have been super accepting of the fact that there was two Batmans going on at that time? I feel like no. Yeah, you know, I feel like. We weren't ready for that. I don't. I don't think we were either. Whereas now we were just like, how many Batman's are there? Uh, hundreds? Yeah, there's thousands, and there, oh, oh, there's, there's the Affleck Batman, and there's also yep. the Batman from the Burton films. He's yep. back, and there's also Robert Pattinson Batman, and there's also and how many Spider Mans are there? From the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, and, and there's, there's also, also Bruce Wayne from uh, 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 Gotham, the show. Ugh, ugh. Have you seen that show? Yes. How much have you seen of that show? Uh, I did not watch the last two seasons. Okay. So you watched a good bit of it. I only it was... hate myself so much. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was okay. It had... No. I, I no, liked... No, no. I liked the one guy as Gordon and how he is, like, on a, like, just absolute tirade. Like, that man was a just stonewall rock through that whole series. And he was like, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna, you know, like, clean up Gotham. More of like, hey, I like these characters, and this is a look at the people, and he's new to town, and like, oh, this is fun. And then one day they go to a drug bust, and they're like, we're gonna take all this money and all these drugs, and if you say anything, we'll kill you and your family, Gordon. And then he has to be like, oh God, what is Gotham? What is life? I, I didn't want all the <laughs> villains before Batman was around because then it's just that, what, why don't that, just do that Batman? part? That part was really stupid. It made it feel like like this. Like the CW shows, yeah, it, no, that was DC's um, response to the CW shows. It was. <laughs> I I am really excited for that Gotham PD series we're gonna get from HBO Max, though. I haven't heard of that. That sounds yeah. Cool. So the Batman 
takes place during his second year on the job. Yeah. And from my understanding, the Gotham PD series takes place during his first year. Ooh, and it's Jeffrey and, Wright? Uh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, and yeah, so uh so he's uh, so it seems like he's going to be kind of leading things off and it's it's showing the seedier part that the cops in Gotham have to deal with as opposed to just the perspective of Batman. That's sexy. Yeah. I, th- I think that'll be good. Yeah, that'll um, that'll be real good. Um But yeah, I think I think we've, we've Yeah, we we went on enough tangents for the what end of the Huh? What are we doing next week? Oh man, I don't I don't know. Does something come out next week? I feel like everything's action. We were talking about everything being action packed. Movie schedule. I think next week may be the only week we get a break. Okay. Okay. Um. Let's see. No. Let's see. No. Actually, let's see. Does uh, does that new Bradley Cooper movie come out? Bradley I'll probably cut most of this out. That's fine. Might keep some uh, of it for the end. Nightmare Alley. Nightmare Alley came out a couple of days ago. If you want to do that for next week, it's a Guillermo del Toro um, movie, okay. and Bradley Cooper plays as a, like a a medium, but he's not actually a medium. He's, <laughs> he's just trying to scam all these rich people. That's fun. But maybe there's actual weird magic things going on because Guillermo del Toro likes strange Cthulhu esque stuff. That's also fun. The guy did a uh, Hellboy. Also, uh, okay. I also like um, what's his name? Uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. So maybe maybe we'll do that next week if we can't think of anything. Is it wild to you that Bradley Cooper is Rocket? Yes. Because that doesn't sound anything remotely of, yeah. like Bradley Cooper. Yeah, it, it doesn't register to me at all. Um, but after I watched The Star Is Born and he started saying like that, I was like, well, he can change. He's got some voice stuff yeah. going on, you know. Yeah, no, he, he's definitely he's very talented. I like Bradley Cooper a lot. And a lot of the best voice actors that change their voice and such are, are classically trained and they can sing pretty well. Like uh, Mark Camel can sing pretty well, and even uh, Kevin Conroy can sing really well. Yes, indeed. All right, should we leave him? You wanna you wanna plug everything? Uh, one one more thing. Uh, to uh, s- stuff we've been watching. I uh I've been continuing watching uh Young Justice every week as it's coming out and it's Young still Justice. it's still remaining pretty good. Um though it seems that this season is going to follow the previous seasons and being 20 something episodes. That's so too many episodes. <laughs> it is a lot. Of, they're only 20 minutes a piece though. So okay, that's a little bit better. It is a little bit better. Um Which you compare 10 1 hour episodes? I don't know. Uh I think I'd, I I think I'll have to get to the end of it to see but so far it's been really really good um the the first story arc i, I covered in a, in a previous episode um and it was really great and then they kind of like the last all the episodes since have been on a another story arc that they just kind of wrapped up and i really like uh the direction that it went um you, you should catch up on that though i think you'll like it i, will I think you i think you'll be impressed yeah i i have about 18 other things that I have to check off my list before <laughs> I uh, I lose my sanity because as the viewers may have picked up by now, I can't not see things. I have to consume it all. He has a problem. I'm a completionist in the least healthy way imaginable. <laughs> um, but yeah, now, now I think we could go ahead and plug things. Um, so shout out to our sponsor, Myriadmedia.press. Um, 
and uh and if you want to support the podcast directly you can do so at patreon.com slash the dork knights uh, that's kind of the the lifeblood of a lot of content creators you can uh, donate any any amount per month i think is how it works and um, you can donate any amount and at any amount me and blake will me or blake will write you a thank you card in whatever form you'd like that um and blake where can they reach us if you guys want to get in contact with us, you can email us over at dorknightspod at gmail.com. Uh, we'd also be happy to hear any reviews from you guys on any of our various platforms that you listen on. Uh, any any kind of positive criticism, uh, we, we'd be happy to hear, and or just positive uh, positive reviews. We'll, we're always happy to take those as well. And negative reviews, um, if, you, if you don't like us. In, in yeah. fact, at, at this point... I, I'm good at taking death threats. You're talking about you're asking me if we we had some death threats from the Raimi thing. And you're like, fine with that now. Yeah, because it's it's radio silence, man. You guys at least it's something. We yeah. Because the thing is, it'd be different if we we weren't getting views. We are. Yeah, we're getting. We just don't know what you guys think. Yeah, we're we're slowly like accruing. Like we've been growing as far as our views go, but yeah, we we don't know what you guys think. So let us know. By this time next week, I should have uh, the Twitter page for okay. the podcast set up so you guys who are less in, involved to the point of sending an email maybe will uh, would prefer to send us a tweet. Yeah. Um, um, well, also, they can reach us at our Facebook page at the Dork Knights Podcast with, on Facebook. Okay. Yep. Uh, and that's about it. Rounding out here at the end of the year on the website, I think I'm going to start that series I've been long sure. talking about uh, <laughs> about the uh the oscars yeah and kind of the academy award process and leading up to the academy awards what movies that get nominated are actually worth watching yeah um and and yeah that's that, i'll probably do that after christmas time that'll be fun who is interested yeah because it's there's just so much garbage to sift through <laughs> and well i'll do it because i can't not yeah I'd, I'd like to save <laughs> as many people as possible uh the time and the uh the mental stability that's fair doing so that's uh, fair incurs. well i think uh that's all we got for okay. for this episode yeah stay frosty kids <laughs> stay frosty do, do you hate it when you're you're writing and you're you have you know you have the voice in your head that's talking to your hands writing the stuff and then yeah. eventually you run into a word that you've never spelled out before and you've only ever said and spoken word and you're like uh uh, uh um uh, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs>